Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, a bit over a decade ago, UNESCO declared that uh, the Manx language, the one native to the Isle of Man, was officially extinct. Happily, that wasn't true. And there is today an ongoing effort to integrate Manx Gaelic into everyday life. Ruth Kegging Gale is a Manx language development officer on the Isle of Man. Afternoon, Ruth. That's my show. Nice to meet you. Uh, now, when UNESCO said that the Manx language was dead, what, what kind of condition was it in, in, in terms of how many people spoke it on the island? It's an interesting thing, actually, because at that time in 2009, lang- the Manx language wasn't dead at all. It wasn't um, extinct. It wasn't in, uh, in any sort of uh, situation like that. And in fact, there was a Manx Gaelic primary school that had been established in 2001 there was all sorts of um, things going on with people speaking Manx. So when that actually happened and when UNESCO said that in 2009, there was a bit of an outcry, really. And people wrote to UNESCO in Manx saying, you know, if, we're, if our language is dead, then what are we writing to you in? Hmm. Um, so really, yeah, it, it was definitely erroneously declared dead right. at that time. Okay. Uh, are, are there at that time and indeed even now, are, are there people that you would describe still as native speakers? There are people who are being brought up with their first language in Manx. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, and that's really thanks to, you know, people uh, being able to send their children to um, Manx language nursery and to the Bunskol Gilgach, which is a Manx language medium school, where they have all of their, lang- you know, all of their education through Manx. So we've definitely got a new generation of native speakers. Um, one of my cousins was brought up as her first language was Manx in 1987. So, you know, um, there have been people being brought up as native speakers definitely recently as well. And is it a form of Gaelic? I mean, in, in the way, you probably know this yourself, that Irish and, say, Scots Gaelic would be quite similar to each other. Is, is, yeah, they're really is, similar. Uh, yeah, is, really Is Manx Gaelic Sorry. in that kind of family or is it more similar to, to Welsh, say? It's a Gaelic language, so yeah. we're related. It basically derives from Old Irish. So it's been spoken on the Isle of Man for over one one and a half thousand years here, um, but its roots are in Old Irish, like uh, Scottish Gaelic has is, is got its roots in Old Irish as well. Um, and so, yeah, if I go to Donegal, um, I can understand quite well the Irish in Donegal um, over there. Um, and but if I was to go down to Kerry, for example, I'd find um, that a little bit more difficult to understand. Everybody um, does. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's um, really um, kind of, I would say Manx is, is very, uh, you know, it's quite middle between Irish and Scottish Gaelic, mm. really, in terms of, you know, if we're going to say thank you to you, I'd say Gurumayad. Right. Um, so really, really close to Irish, of course. Um, yeah. Whereas in, in Gaelic, you'd say Tapalat. And so that's quite different. But if I was going to say I'm tired, I'd say Tamiski. Um, and that's really close to the Gaelic, Hamiski. So, um, you know, you get some things that you think are a bit more similar to Scottish Gaelic and some things that are a bit more similar to Irish. But yeah, it's a Gaelic language. Right. OK, so but so the, the, the words are always there. It was from what you're saying that there, there was a, there was a school there the whole time. So it was being actively spoken. And, and so we're not really talking about uh, bringing a dead language back to life, but maybe just, you know, energizing things a bit. Definitely. I think revitalizing is the word I'd like to use, really, in terms of revitalizing Manx, really. Um, it never died out. That's something that kind of gets bandied around. I think people think it's quite sexy to say, you know, it came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you sort of think, well, no, 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 it didn't really. Things got peri- perilously kind of uh, 
the numbers got quite perilously low in the middle of the 20th century there, like a couple of hundred speakers. But we've got well over 2,200 uh, 2, speakers now um, on the island. And that doesn't include people off island who speak Manx as well. So those numbers, um, you know, will be bigger than that. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's a lot of people um, who are learning in the middle of the 20th century were learning from the native speakers and then making the effort to kind of bring up their children as first language Manx speakers and things like that too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's growing all the time. The, um, the sort of love for the language and people wanting to get involved. Now, and I suppose it may be a similar issue for you in Ireland. A lot of people will send their kids to Gale School where they'll be educated through Irish, but a difficulty could be that when they leave school, there's not that many opportunities to use the language. So, uh, And so is that something that you've been mindful of uh, on the island? Def- definitely, yeah. yeah. So um, my, my job role is Manx Language Development Officer and in Manx um, I'd be called Ingrenida, which means the encourager. Um, and that's really to try and come up with community um, ways of using Manx in different ways, you know, things like events, workshops, um, we have a Manx Language Festival that takes place at the start of November, for example, um, and it's really encouraging people to use Manx in their daily lives so that there are opportunities for people to use it um, and making it fun as well. So people aren't just going along to, you know, a Manx lesson, but they're going along to do something through the medium of Manx, um, whether that's a games night or, um, you know, a talk or whatever it is, something making it fun. Mm. And in, in the Manx Parliament, is it used there? Um, yeah, there's actually um, more of an increase of our MHKs, um, so the members of the House of Keys, which I suppose is a bit like the members of Parliament um, in our in our Parliament. They're, they're, a lot more of them are using more Manx in the Keys uh, in the Parliament there, so um, that's great to see. And we do, as part of my work, and I work with other people, we go in and do work to help them with their Manx as well, which is great. So there's, yeah, there's a lot more kind of being used officially as well, which is great. Yeah, and uh, street signs, that kind of thing, are, are they now bilingual or is that something you're hoping for it to happen? Oh, they're bilingual, yes. Yeah. So ah. road signs, um, things like, yeah, street signs, place names. So things like avenues and roads and all of those sorts of things are bilingual. We wouldn't have, um, like you would see in Wales, where you, you have Arav for slow on the road, for example. We don't mm. have that sort of thing. And it would be great to see more um, bilingual signage all around, um, you know, for everything, really. So that is something we're working on, just getting more visibility and audibility of Manx around the island. But, yeah, you do have a lot of bilingual signage, especially in places like the west of the island. I wouldn't maybe see it quite so much in Douglas, in the main town there. Some of of it is just in English, but um, definitely we'd be pushing for that. Uh, and so, the, is there just one um, um, Manx language school at the moment uh, on the island, or and is that just a kind of a primary school? Are you hoping to maybe move this into secondary education as well? So, yeah, there's one primary school um, where it's Manx medium school, and they can go in from the age of four until eleven and and use Manx there. And then when they go to secondary school age, um, there's certainly the feeder secondary school, which is in the next town along in Peel, and they have Manx language provision for them at secondary level, and they don't have all of their their lessons in Manx, but they have some of them in Manx, which is good because they get subject-specific vocabulary and things like that. But there'll be definitely, um, we'd like to see, you know, more schools, um, you know, 
through the medium of Manx in the future. It's also taught in all the state primary and secondary schools around the island, not you know, not Manx medium, but as a language as well. So mm. um, that means over 2,000 students are learning Manx at the moment through through uh, primary and secondary. And can people do O-levels or A-levels in Manx? They can, yeah. They can mm. do GCSE and uh, uh, they can do A-level Manx as well. And uh, I was just, I'm actually sitting looking at um, a lovely translation of Jemima Puddleduck that's just sat on my desk. And one of the A-level students has just done a, a bilingual translation of that. So it's been mm. published bilingually. Um, so it's really nice to see, you know, where they can start off and where they can, you know, end up leaving and translating books and, and really contributing to the language, you know, it's great. When visitors come to the island, are they surprised that, that Manx has its own language? I think, yeah, some of them are, you know, and it's it's interesting some people email and say, oh, if, you know, I've been learning a bit of Manx to come and uh, to try out when they're on the island. Um, and sometimes they'll find Manx speak to speak to and sometimes, you know, they don't. But um, it's it's really nice. I think it's something that sets us apart, you know, and, and some people think the Isle of Man is part of England. Um, and I had to put some people right on that the mm-hmm. other day, actually, because uh, the Guardian had put something out about their England and Wales census and said that Manx was the rarest language or something like that. And I was like, well, I mean, we're not actually part of England. We have our own census. So um, <laughs> not, not kind of surprising. You know, yeah, the Isle of Man is, is this right? The Isle of Man is a dependency. It's not technically part of the UK. No, it's not part of the UK. No, it's yeah. a British island. Yeah. It's a crown dependency. We have our own uh, government. Our parliament is uh, called Tinwalls, um, and it's the oldest continuous parliament in the world. Um, so it's established by the Vikings. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of a tripartite government. We've got um, different strands to it. I won't go into that now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's an interesting thing. It's, it's a really interesting place to be from. Yeah. Always, things uh, to tell people. Uh, Ruth, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Ruth Kegan-Gell there, Manx Language Development Officer at Culture Vannon on the Isle of Man. Ruth, thank you very much. You're right. Thank you. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.